0: You're listening to languagecaster.com's football podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is the podcast for everyone who loves football around the world and those hoping to improve their English. Now, on this week's football podcast, Joe, an American football fan, shares his experiences of visiting Boca Juniors' famous ground, La Bombonera, to see the famous Argentinian side play. We also introduce a football cliche this week in our English for football phrase section, and that cliche is too good to go down. And as always, we finish with our predictions battle, in which myself, Damon, and Damien and guests predict matches each week to see who will be crowned predictions champion at the end of the season. Come along to our site and you can check the posts and read transcripts, listen to all of our main sections and check out our huge glossary of football phrases. My name is Adam. I'm from Hungary. My favorite, favorite team is uh, Ferenc Varos, and you're listening to languagecaster.com. Well, let's kick off with Joe and his story of visiting one of the most famous footballing grounds in the world.
1: In the spring of 2011, I was on vacation in Argentina with two of my best friends, Matt and Tony. We do a lot of traveling together, and wherever we go, we try to find a local sporting event to attend. In Buenos Aires, we got the chance to see the Boca Juniors play at their home pitch in the La Boca neighborhood. Though we aren't huge international football fans, we know a lot of the big teams in Europe, but didn't know much about South American football. As foreign tourists, we were urged to buy a special ticket package to the Boca match, which included transportation, a trip to the Boca Juniors Museum, and a seat for the match in a special section. Being American, I had only seen rowdy football fans on TV, so I wasn't sure why we needed to sit in a designated safe section. Later, I would learn why. The atmosphere outside the stadium before the match was lively and colorful. There were some fans banging on drums and pots as they paraded around chanting for Boca. My friends and I enjoyed a pre-game meal, which was basically a large sausage sliced in half down the center and served on a hard roll. Very filling and the sausage was great. After eating, we looked through a few souvenir shops near the stadium. I couldn't believe how many different team jerseys were in the shop, probably about a hundred from all different tiers of Argentinian football. While we were killing time before the game, I walked near a solid metal fence that was about two and a half meters high. A police officer standing near the fence frantically waved for me to back up. I didn't know why, so between my high school Spanish and his limited English, he made it clear that on the other side of the fence was the special entrance for the visiting fans. Sometimes, the officer said, they throw things like bottles and rocks over the fence to hit the Boca fans. So now it was clear that this was not a sporting event in the U.S., and I understood why, why the need for keeping the home fans, the away fans, and the naive foreign visitors like us separated. That kind of violence and disorderly behavior is quite uncommon at uh, American athletic stadiums. The Boca Museum had a lot of medals and trophies that the club had won. It also traced the history of the club, its badge, and uniform. I was surprised to learn that Boca had won more international club championships than any other club in the world. Like I said, I didn't know much about South American football, so I was surprised at their success compared to the big-name clubs in Europe. We also got to see a life-size statue of arguably Boca's most famous player, Maradona. As for the match itself, I can't remember the opponent, but I do remember it ended in a 1-1 draw which was a disappointment for Boca fans. According to some fans we talked to during the match, Boca had an ace striker who was underperforming at the time, which may be why they didn't have a better outcome. Highlights of the game were Boca's goal, two red cards, and the visiting fans tossing burning papers and flags around. That's something you'd never see in stadiums in America. Overall, we had a great time in the colorful neighborhood of Boca, watching the local heroes. And I was happy to add Argentina Premier Division match to my done-that list, which also includes Syria A and the Bundesliga.
0: I'd love to uh, see a game at uh, Boca Juniors' home ground, maybe one day in the future. Right next up is English for football, and this week we've got a cliché.
2: Yaggity-yag, don't talk back. yag
0: This week we introduce the football cliché, too good to go down. This cliché is usually used at the beginning of the football season to talk about a big team that started poorly. Perhaps after five matches a big team has not yet won a game and is therefore in the relegation zone. If you looked at the table and it was the same at the end of the season, the team would be relegated. This is where many pundits and football fans will say, this team is too good to go down. They mean the team will start winning soon and will not be relegated. Or the idea of a big team going down a division is ridiculous. Now this season, Liverpool, traditionally a big club in the Premier League, have not won a game and are in 18th position. And many people are saying Liverpool are too big to go down. However, there is a variation of this cliché. No team is too big to go down. This is used at the end of a season, when a big team is in danger of being relegated. When Leeds United were relegated in 2007, many wise football pundits said, no team is too big to go down. Too big to go down. Right, it's predictions time. Okay, here are my predictions. I'm going to start in the Premier League with another London derby. Arsenal hosting Chelsea. Uh, Arsenal had a good result last week against Manchester City and they could really stamp their authority on the league if they beat Chelsea. And I think they're going to do it. 2-1 to Arsenal. Staying in the Premier League, Manchester United host Spurs. Manchester United always have a habit of beating Spurs, and it's going to be no different this week. 1-0 to Manchester United. In Serie A, Juventus take on Roma. I think this is going to be a draw, 1-1. While in La Liga, we have Sevilla, who've beaten Real Madrid, and they take on Barcelona. And I think this is also going to be 1-1. And then later in the week, we've got Champions League, league action. Porto host uh, the new rich men on the, on the scene, PSG. And uh, I don't think they're going to be able to hold them. PSG are going to win this one 2-1. And then we've got Manchester City, uh, who lost against Real Madrid in the first ga- game of the group. And they host Dortmund. And uh, I think they're going to win this one 1-0 and keep their hopes alive of getting out of the group. Those are my predictions. I wonder what Damien thinks.
2: Okay, here are my predictions for the week. And we're going to start off with two big games in the Premier League. First up, another London derby. This time it's Arsenal against Chelsea. 2 informed sides. And I think it's going to finish 1-1. Now, my team Spurs travel away to Manchester United this weekend. We don't have a very good record there. We've never won in the Premier League there. But I think we're going to win this one 2-1. Probably hope more than anything else, but 2-1 to Tottenham. Now, big game in Italy, sees Juventus, the leaders, take on Roma. And I think Juventus will have too much for Roma, and they're going to win 1-0. Now, in Spain this weekend, Sevilla host Barcelona. Sevilla, of course, have already beaten Real Madrid at home. Can they do the same against the undefeated Barcelona? No. Barcelona are going to win this one 1-0. Now next Tuesday and next Wednesday we've got Champions League action and Porto from Portugal take on Paris Saint-Germain and I think the French club are going to win this one 1-0 away. And finally Manchester City at home to Dortmund and I think City will bounce back after losing to Madrid by two goals to one. They're all my predictions for the week. Enjoy all of the football and we'll see you again next week. Bye bye.